0: Please welcome, the liberator of the libido,
1: Dr. Alex
2: Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem, be a part of the solution. Hello friends and lovers, my name is Dr. Alex Schiller and I never sleep alone unless I want to. I've had sexual intercourse with 3,092 people and I'm gonna help you do the exact same thing. We're coming to you today from our studio in New York City, helping me answer your sex and dating questions is my personal chef, Chef Dario Mezzanote from Milan, Italy, Ciao Bello.
0: Buonasera.
2: Buonasera. And our beautiful producer, Tom Tommy. Hey, how's it going, Dr. Alex? It is going fine. If you're going to call into this podcast, I want you sipping something sensual and wearing something that makes you feel beautiful. I'm wearing an ivory and rose low back, silk floral dress by Etro. My slave Jason's in the studio today and he is painting my toenails a lovely shade of pink. You missed a spot, Jason. Chef Dario, what are we drinking?
0: We are drinking a uh, lovely red wine from northern Italy, the Barolo region. It's called Barbera d'Alba.
2: Mm, it's exquisite. The wine is fine. My slaves well behaved. And it is time for our first caller, Clarissa from Kansas. What are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you?
1: Well, I'm, um, I'm wearing a, uh, a rayon jumpsuit that I really like. It was a kind of an impulse buy from Amazon and um i'm drinking a little bit of a wine spritzer just for fun nice and my dilemma i guess is um i have two kids just got divorced
2: you're newly single congratulations fabulous time to be alive go on go on
1: yeah i mean you know divorce is i it's not fun but it you know it's just had to happen and I'm, it's
2: not fun but it's done it's right. done and you're free congratulations
1: thank you thank you um I, uh, I do have two kids, um, mm. but I have finally started dating again. And, you know, I am having fun. I'm, you know, sowing my wild oats and all that kind of thing. I'm just like living my life as best as I can. All right. So what's the problem? The issue is that literally every guy that I've slept with lately seems to be obsessed with anal sex mm-hmm. and just wants to put it in my butt. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering what is up with that? Has anal sex become the norm or is there something wrong with my vagina? Like why isn't my vagina good enough? Okay.
2: Your vagina is good enough. First of all, let me, let me ask you something. Okay. Do you like having sex with men with penises? Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. And do you like having oral sex? Do you like when men go down on you? I do.
1: I think that that's sort of my preferred method, if I'm being honest. I mean, I do enjoy penetration, but the thing that gets me to climax more, um, that I enjoy more, is oral sex.
2: Okay, so if I said, you know, you're sleeping with someone new and you got to choose between, if you had to pick one, penetrative or oral sex, what would you pick? I guess I would pick oral. Because it turns you on more, right? Yeah. Does that mean there's something wrong with his penis? Oh, I don't, I mean, No. 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 No, there's not. So why would you assume that there's something wrong with your vagina? Mm. Just because he's turned on with the idea of going up your ass. Yeah.
1: Okay. I see where you're coming from.
2: There's nothing (laughs) wrong with your vagina, first of all. Chef Dario's got something he wants to say, too, from a man's perspective. but. Number one, there's nothing wrong with your vagina just because he wants to get in your ass, too. It's just another beautiful hole for him to explore. Chef Dario, go. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely agree. But uh, so talking about oral sex, does the oral sex involve uh, the ass as well?
1: Um, Because,
0: like, personally, it goes without saying that if if you're going down on a woman, you're going to eat her ass as well as her pussy kind of in the same context.
1: Yeah, I guess um, I'm sort of, you know, just more vagina girl. I'm I'm not really into ass play as much as maybe some people are. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So no, no ass play at all. No, no, no tongue. No, no fingers.
1: I mean, a little bit of, you know, fingers. Yeah. Fingers. But like, I guess I just don't feel as comfortable with, um, Somebody licking my butt.
0: Right, exactly. Uh, th- th- that was going to be my next question. Like, you don't like it because you don't like it? You know, you try it and you just don't, don't get much pleasure from it or you don't like it because it's a psychological thing?
1: Maybe a psychological thing, you know? I mean, I think, like, if it were more of a, a more intimate relationship, then I would be happier to explore that a little bit more. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a psychological thing for me. Yeah, if
0: there is the, the right intimacy and you want to give it another try, you know, make sure uh, to research what's the best way to clean yourself there so you feel free to open yourself up if the situation mm. leads you there and you feel like it.
2: So you bought yourself a jumpsuit, so I'm guessing you have a really nice ass also. I do, That's the yeah. only reason they want to get in it. Mm. It's a beautiful ass, just like you probably have a beautiful vagina. I wouldn't take it personally. You know, with the proliferation of of porn people are always doing getting in that hole in porn and also it just feels good a lot of women do like it so it just might have been with their past partners they're used to that kind of anal play and they want to give you pleasure yeah it could be as simple as that
0: it has become very very popular that's that's also true
2: might also be that they want you to play with their ass did you ever think of that
1: I get that. Yeah, I kind of get that idea. And I guess I'm just not wanting to reciprocate there. So maybe that's why I'm sort of leaning against. And also, I'm proud of my vagina. I do my Kegels. I'm in good shape, and I don't have any leakage problems. So I mean, I think that my vagina should be tight enough for these dudes.
2: I'm sure it <laughs> is. I'm sure it is. But, you know, um, you great. need to communicate. You're an empowered woman. You've had two kids. You've had a successful divorce. You have the power to tell them what you're into and what you're not into. But if you're not into it just because of insecurity, because you think your vagina's not good enough or you think you're not clean and you're into exploring, then you owe it to yourself to explore a little bit, too, within the bounds that are comfortable for you.
1: Yeah, I guess, you know, open my mind up a little bit. Yeah.
2: Only if you like it. But I'm just saying, don't think that it has something to do with there being something wrong with your vagina. Okay. It's just you happen to have a really hot ass, too. So (laughs) that's just how it is. And, you know, the other thing men really like a challenge. You ask a man, what do you want to do? Stick your finger in an apple pie or try to pit 10 olives. He's going to try to pit 10 olives. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, but talking Mm -hmm. about a challenge. Don't let yourself be less powerful because of it. Stay powerful keep feeling beautiful, don't second-guess yourself about your vagina because it's ridiculous, and know that sometimes men try to do it, but if they're being told no or not now, not today, it's not, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that the moment is ruined, this maybe adds some feeling of anticipation, some challenge, some, you know, some doors yet to open. Those are all positive things psychologically for a, for a spicy uh, interaction
2: know that your vagina is perfect and beautiful. Yeah. Keep checking okay. in with yourself. Ask yourself if you're willing to explore the back door, which I highly recommend. There's a lot of fabulous nerve endings mm-hmm. up there. In my opinion, the world's a better place with a finger in your ass. But that's my opinion. <laughs> explore maybe. Explore by yourself. Explore with partners if it feels right. And if you don't like it, don't do it.
1: Okay. I'll give my, myself more permission, I think to just, you know, experiment a little bit more. Maybe I'm just a little uptight lately.
2: (laughs) Maybe you just got back in the game, all right, and you're learning some new rules for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I need a little more time maybe because it's been a while since, you know, since I've been with other men.
2: Yeah, well, you're doing a great job, okay? And just keep exploring, keep checking in with yourself, and uh, remember, yes means yes, no means no, and clarity is fucking hot, okay?
1: Yes, thank you.
2: All right, babe, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Bye. Next up, we have Charles from Staten Island. Hello, Charles.
3: Hello, hello. How are you guys? We're
2: well. Charles, what are you drinking? What are you wearing? And what can we do for you?
3: Well, today I'm wearing my Steve Jobs jeans and then I'm drinking since this is a special occasion. Mm -hmm. I have my special tea out.
2: Mm -hmm, Your special tea. What's in your special tea? This is
3: a a caffeine uh, booster. Getting y'all
2: hyped up. All right. What can we do for you today, Charles?
3: I need some help. I have some questions. Do you think that sex is good before marriage? Fuck yes.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) Now, I will tell you that this is not a view that I had until I was well into my 20s. I don't know how you grew up, but I grew up in a devout Christian household. I also grew up watching a lot of Nick at Night, and I really wanted to be like Donna Reed, and I did not want to have sex till I was married, so I became what's called an everything but virgin, because, you know, I did have a boyfriend, and we were in love, and we were horny, so there was a lot of put it Right by it, hot dog bun. Do you know what that is, Charles? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yes, I am pro-sex before marriage for a lot of reasons. I also happen to be anti-perpetual monogamy, so, you know, that's me. Let's go round robin. A couple people in the spank bank. Everyone can give their views. And by the way, here on the NSA podcast, no one is ever judged for their views or their beliefs. We're all on a different sexual path. But let's just do a little survey. So, Chef Dario, you are pro-sex before marriage? I am
0: pro A sexual interaction with a person is such a specific and important way to really know somebody that it would be absolutely silly to wait to do that until later. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's such a special energy that you share with somebody when you are having sex with them, that is fundamental to know somebody at all for me.
2: Okay. Thank you, Chef Dario, for your opinion. Now we're talking about sexual intercourse, right, Charles? Because are you are you pro-oral sex before marriage? Are you in everything butter like I was?
3: I just recently changed, but I, I, that's why I need your advice too. I just want to make all sure right. I want
2: to us go. let's get to it. Where are we going with this? So tell me what's going on.
3: What's going on is actually I noticed that when I do have sex before marriage, this keeps happening. It's like a domino effect. It's like, once I do it, I have to deal with a lot of headaches.
2: I'm sorry, you mean emotional headaches or you're actually getting migraines? Em-
3: emotional headaches from the girl that I have.
2: Because to. she wants a commitment? Because of why?
3: Um, I just think that once that transaction happens, it just changes uh, their emotions, period. So from maybe not picking up the phone because I'm busy, that turns into a bunch of texts, a bunch of calls. It just changed everything. Just to make it clear, so you you are in this
0: relationship. You decided that you were not going to have sex before marriage. Then you changed your mind. Now you are having sex. And after every time you have sex, you have these big discussions.
3: Let, let me be more clear. I'm not having sex anymore.
2: We're talking about one long-term committed partner here.
3: Mm, correct. I actually recently just stopped having sex with my partner. And I need to know if that was the right decision to make.
2: Okay. A couple questions. How long you been with your partner?
3: Three years now, going on three years. And how old are y'all? I'm 33, and she's a little bit older than me.
2: And so you've been together three years, you were having sex, and you just decided you don't want to have sex with her anymore.
3: Yes, and and, and yes, I, I can admit, uh, I dove into Christiana- uh, Christianity, uh, so a little bit of that played a role. And for
2: you, was that a deep pool or a shallow pool? I don't know, I don't know.
3: It
4: was in between.
2: Cuz it sounds to me like you hit your head and you don't want to fuck anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All joking aside, I was I was a devout <laughs> Christian growing up. So I, I understand. So this is a new discovery for you, Christianity. That's a, it's a new exploration and it made you want to stop having sex. I'm sorry, my producer Tom has a question he'd like to ask you real quick. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Tom.
5: So I was actually training to become a Catholic priest for a while. And one of the things that was interesting to me when I was looking into sexuality and theology was this idea of giving life. My interpretation of the theological perspective of sexuality is that sex is made to create life. People interpret that as, you have sex to have a baby. But for me, what I always interpreted that as, as you are giving of yourself in a way that is uplifting you and your partner, thus giving life to everybody and creating something greater than the sum of its parts. I would say, as a Christian, if you're being intimate with your partner, especially a partner you've been with for three years already, and that is... Helping build your relationship and build that other person and build something more beautiful than the two of you individually, then it's a positive thing. If you're just cutting that off unilaterally and saying, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm Christian, you know, you are in a way kind of tearing down your partner in that process. And that's really a negatively affecting. Her, because you didn't go into it with that agreement. So I would say you you really need to have a lot of really open and honest conversations with your partner before you make these unilateral decisions in your relationship.
2: Oh, wow. Amazing.
3: That's great. Thank you. Thank you for that.
2: Chef Dario has something he wants to say, and then I have a few more questions for you, Charles.
0: Sure. You're sure that uh, your loss of interest in having sex with her, maybe because of your sexual identity, maybe in question of any of that comes into play at all?
3: Well, the, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't say um, any of those, but more so of, I was trying to see if it was actually love or sex.
2: Just tell me the truth right now. If you could get things your way without hurting anyone, what would your life look like this year?
3: I think my life would look like marriage, sex, not too much, but more so of a reassurance that it's not just sex that's keeping us together. That's what I... Would
2: like. Do you wish you could just break up so that you could have some time to yourself and then maybe find someone else who you have a deeper spiritual, sexual, everything connection with?
3: Uh, no, not at the moment i rather be with the
1: person.
2: Okay, well, if you'd rather be with this person, you need to consider this person's journey and this person's desires. Because to be having sex with someone for three years, and that's been a big part of your expression with each other, and to take that away and to not have a clear reason why, that's hard.
3: Wow, I never looked at it that way.
2: All right, you need to have a talk. If you don't have a reason for all this yet, you can say, I don't know. You can tell her that, but you also have to be open to the possibility that she might want to leave. She might want to find a different partner. She might feel disconnected from you. She might be on a journey, and you're not on it with her anymore. So you're making it all about you right now, and it is important. But just remember, you've got another person there, and you've completely changed the nature of your relationship.
3: Wow. I mean, I would have never really looked at it that way. I guess, you know, I'm looking at it from a different angle, but... uh... Hearing you say that, uh, just making me look at the whole situation differently. All
2: right. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us today, Charles.
3: Thank you so much. You helped me. Uh, you don't even know. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Well, stay bold, stay beautiful, and whether you decide to do it again or not, stay fuckable. Coming up, we have more callers. Why shouldn't I? And my new favorite segment, Strangely Through the Phone. Jason, you did a very nice job on my toes.
4: Hey, it's me, Willem. Did you used to suck, not in a good way? Do you sometimes still suck? Do you wanna suck less? Before, when I still sucked, I was never an Emmy-nominated makeup artist slash dragstress, and I was also never kicked off a competition drag reality show, but look at me now! Once I figured out how to suck less, I wrote a book, and then I had my own cosmetics company, which is Suck Less Face and Body, so I could help people suck less like me. So let me recommend Suck Less Face and Body, made especially for those who want to suck less. We got you, boo. Why shouldn't I?
2: We have Greta from Bellinas, California. Greta, what are you drinking? What are you wearing? And what can we do for you?
6: Hi. So I am drinking chamomile tea with honey. I am wearing a comfortable yet sexy dress um, that I like to wear around my house. And here's the thing. I am four and a half months pregnant. Congratulations.
2: Congratulations! Thank
6: you. And I am hornier than I have ever been in my entire life.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Chef Dario's into it already.
6: (laughs) Lately, I have been fantasizing about group sex experiences. So why shouldn't i have a gangbang before the baby comes whoa all
2: right (laughs) get right to the point greta i love it um okay i i have thoughts uh the spank bank is going crazy on this chef dario is writing a lot of things on a notepad you don't have to write to me you can talk you (laughs) you can talk to her all right so um everyone's got questions we're gonna start with chef dario for once uh so, Chef Dario, why? How how pregnant are you again, Greta? Four and a half months. Four and a half months. All right. Before we begin, I just want to say I want you to talk to your medical doctor about the safety of a gangbang. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to speak to that. I have other things I want to say about you staying safe, but. Um, just make sure you get the medical doctor's clearance as well as all of our advice as to why you should or shouldn't do this. So, Chef Dario, go. Why shouldn't she?
0: There's no reason why she shouldn't, but let's let's talk about it a little bit. Let's learn a little bit more. So, you have a husband?
6: No, I do not. I am a single woman, and I wanted a baby, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to rush finding the right partner just because I wanted to have a baby, so so. I got some sperm from a sperm
2: bank, and here we are. Uh Congratulations. I'm very proud of you. Taking matters into your own hands. Absolutely. I've never had a baby before, okay? So, Tom, find me people who've actually been pregnant before. I have, however, donated eggs before because, you know, I felt like these perfect tits and great hair needed to go somewhere. So, I do know that when you've got all those hormones in you, you are horny as hell. For me, when I was going through the egg donation process, they you can't have sex because if someone touches you, you'll get pregnant. But you're already pregnant, so wonderful.
0: First of all, pregnant women are very hot, so I'm sure you'll have no problem having this gangbang if uh, you're going to go for it. But uh, what's your experience in general with uh, with group sex?
2: I
6: haven't had group sex with men. I've had a couple of female experiences, you know, like, Two of my friends, late night, sort of turned into a thing. Two of
0: your female friends, late night pajamas, I see, I see. And how about about a threesome with a man and a woman?
6: No, no, none of that. I've only been with women when it comes to group. But obviously I've been with men individually, but not multiple men at a time and no men in group sex.
0: All right. That's interesting. But now you got, uh, you got all the hormones and you're like from one man to how many men makes a gangbang in your book?
6: In my fantasy, it's, like a minimum of four, but a maximum of like seven. A minimum of
2: four, a maximum. No, there's always a maximum. We only have so many holes and so many hands. Now, let me ask you, do you see another woman being involved at all or you want only men and all their attentions on you? I just want... None. Okay.
0: Sorry, Dr. Alex, you're not invited to this gang gangbang.
2: That's fine. My dance card's already full anyway. So a lot of people in the Spank Bank are typing, why can't she wait till after the baby comes? Hello, because she's going to be busy being a mother, people. What do you have to say to that, to the people who are saying wait till after the baby comes?
6: I don't want to wait. My whole life is going to be on hold anyway. And I feel so sexy right now. I don't think I've ever felt this sexy. I want to do it now. Why not now?
2: Why not now? All right, we've got Heather in the spank bank who wants to give her take on it.
6: First of all, I want to say on behalf of women that I am so impressed that you took matters into your own hands and you wanted a baby and you did it. I just think that is absolutely incredible. My other thing I was going to say is... I think you should go for it. Guy, I think it's really hot to fuck a pregnant girl. So, I think you should totally go for that fantasy and have that gangbang, girl.
2: Would you like to be invited to the orgy, Heather? Yeah. I, I'm open to all kinds of new experiences now. Oh, Well, I'm very happy Great. to hear that. But if you want to be invited to the orgy, we got to work on keeping that octave down.
0: She was doing so good this time.
2: You were doing much better. Okay, so <laughs> I guess to the male chef ear, you're doing well. I'm, maybe I'm just hypersensitive. Rightfully so. Thank you so much for that, Heather. Thank
6: you so much. I appreciate the support. I don't feel as weird now wanting it. You, you shouldn't
2: feel weird at all. It's a common fantasy. I just, I want to make sure you're safe and I, I want to make sure you know what you're getting into here. Chef Dario, do you have anything else you'd like to say on this?
0: But if it sounds at all exciting to you, perhaps I would try to look for an open-minded man who maybe has a friend who would like to invite to have sex with you. That way you can have a threesome with two men first and then maybe expand from there because... uh, Exactly.
2: I think uh, you need anchors. Especially you're
0: in a delicate situation, to have a gang straight away, you might think you want it, might might not be really what you want either.
2: Yeah, I think uh, if you've never had a group sex experience before with multiple men... Um, you know, it can get pretty intense and you definitely want someone in there that you trust. Hold on one second. We've got Deb from Florida who is typing furiously on the chat. She's got something she wants to say.
7: You know, my
6: advice is that you gotta, you gotta slow down a little because you know, you're carrying a baby now and you know, people can get a little rough. I mean, you can have sex. You could. I mean, I had a lot of sex when I was pregnant. I wasn't, afraid of sex, but it seems to me that it could get a little bit wild. I mean, you have to start thinking about that baby first and you don't want to pick up anything. All these other things you have to worry about now.
2: These are all valid, valid concerns, Deb. And I do want to get into, you know, if you decide to do this, what are some safe practices before, during, and after this gangbang? Thank you so much, Deb, for your input. So I'm sorry, really, you don't have a lot of experience with that?
1: With group sex?
2: With group sex. Are you there yet? Wondering.
6: Uh, No, I'm not. Just, well...
2: Oh, no, no, Deb. Oh, Deb, call back next week. (laughs) Call back next week. This episode's almost over. Call back next week. We want to know. All right. Thank you, Deb. We love you.
6: I think you're totally right. I have to be safe. So I appreciate your concern because you're right. The last thing I would want would be for something to happen to the baby, especially since this is what I've wanted more than anything. So... I think I need to make sure that if I were to do something, it's with a group of people that I feel super safe with, or at least to have someone on my side. And, you know, when it comes to STDs, I guess I do have
2: to use condoms. Yep. You 100% have to use condoms. Okay. And you know that. I know you know that. Listen, in the movies, I know in the movies, they never use condoms. But listen, if you wanted a bareback cream pie gangbang, you should have thought of that before you spent all that money on designer sperm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that way you really don't know who's the baby and you you could have just called the PhD Gangbang Society to come over.
2: You could have done that. That's another way to get an anonymous sperm donor. And by the way, yeah, use condoms, but you know, you might want to collect some sperm for women in need who don't have the financial means that you do during that gangbang. Let's make it a charitable event. All right, no, all joking aside, I, I do want to talk about how to stay safe during this, and we can talk about later You know, where to find these people that might be open to a group sex experience experience with a pregnant woman. There's a lot of them. Okay. But you need to have friends on your side during this. And I suggest you start small. You've never even had a threesome with other men. So I would start there. Do you have any friend that you like to fuck that might be into this?
6: Yeah. I have a friend that I feel really safe with, but I don't necessarily want to fuck but i never thought of the idea of just having him come and watch and i think he'd totally be down
2: for that okay <laughs> that, that's a good place to start because it's you a want friend. it's good to have someone you know in the room and i'm sure he'd find it really fun as long as you can still get off with him in the room you know i oftentimes have my two dobermans in the room to keep me safe but you know that's something that i think all three of us get turned on by uh,
0: also if you happen if this friend of yours declines the offer i volunteer myself to come and uh Keep an eye on things.
2: Thank you, Chef Dario. He means that too. So let's just talk about safe practices, okay? Before, during, and after this gangbang that might or might not happen. All right. So before, let's talk about testing. We're talking chemistry testing, making sure that you have chemistry out of bed with these people before you invite them into your bed. And also sexual testing. You need to get these men tested for absolutely everything. Make it a group experience where you all go get tested together, all right? Bring champagne for them you can bring my favorite non-alcoholic champagne. that St. Regis Brut non-alcoholic champagnes. I drink it on my sober days. Bring that for you, all right? And make it an event. You need to make sure they all have a clean bill of health, okay? Because condoms can break, things can get through condoms, and you don't need your baby getting herpes before they have a chance to become a slut. You know what I mean? Are you down with that?
6: Yes. This makes sense to me. I'm on board.
2: Okay. Best practices during. Condoms for everyone. As I said, remember that acronym. Consider others negligence, desperation, opinions, and motives. All right. Always condoms. So make sure that you are having this group sex right after we get these test results so that we we have got a window of safety here. Phones. All right. I call this CPR. Remember this. CPR. Condoms, phones, reliable security. All right. Everyone's wearing condoms. You are taking everybody's phone away. Everyone checks their phone at the door. You don't need anybody taping this. And your unborn baby seeing what you did after she was conceived or he or they. Okay. So you're taking everyone's phones. Reliable security. Chef Dario has offered. Your friend has offered. You need People there to make sure things do not get too rough. That is the biggest concern here. The health of you and your baby. And just, you know, people get excited. So you need to know these people. You need to set the boundaries. I do think if you, um, you know, you have these conversations, you've got a while to really get to know these people out of bed. Start two men max and build up from there. And I would do it in a hotel if I were you. You don't need Carl, who's your least favorite cock in the bunch, leaving a stain on your duvet cover. After. There's aftercare for group sex, all right? There's physical aftercare, which you need to do and you can read about on my website. But there's also mental aftercare. You know, journal about it. What did you like? What didn't you like? Do you want to do it again? If you don't, why not? And you might want to consider actually talking to a therapist about that, okay?
6: Okay. This makes sense to me.
2: I like it. But I think that if you're safe, if you get clearance, and if you really do this with people that you learn to trust, and you take all these safety measures— I'd say go for it, sweetie, you know?
6: Thank you. I'm actually really excited about it. I think it'll be a fun little pregnancy project for me.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Greta, for being so open and honest with us today.
6: Thank you, Dr. Alex. You know I love you.
0: Keep us updated and don't forget that I'm happy to help.
7: Your body is a temple and the back door of your temple was meant to be worshipped. Introducing Southern Butter. The new Intimates collection by Green Goo, Plants with Purpose. GreenGoo.com. Awaken your senses with our Calendula massage oil. Heighten your awareness with the cool mint tingle of Enhance. Surrender to the smooth and long lasting glide of our intimate body butter. And bask in the afterglow with Backdoor Balm, the ultimate in anal aftercare. Southern Butter products are made with organic oils infused with fresh herbs to maximize potency. Use our discount code NSA20 at greengoo.com for 20% off. Greengoo.com. Southern Butter Intimates by Green Goo. Do it naturally.
2: And just so my more vanilla inexperienced listeners know, Jason and I have been in a consensual BDSM relationship for over 10 years. He's one of my best friends and damn does he know how to mop a floor. All right, it is now time for one of my favorite segments, strangely through the phone. It's an ongoing sext soap opera. Listeners, send me your hottest sex exchanges to Dr. Alex at NeverSleepAlone.com. Spell out the word doctor. If I select yours, you will receive $50, and your sex exchange shall be performed by actors of my choosing. Today's Strangely Through the Phone was sent to us from Derek from Portland, Oregon. And in this exchange, we have Derek, age 52, played by Tom, and Clinton, also age 52, played by Chef Dario. Clinton begins.
0: Hey boy, what's up?
2: Not much. I'm just
5: laying in bed watching TV. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Horny.
5: Same here. I miss sitting on daddy's lap.
0: Yeah? Been thinking about your pretty pink ass all day today. It's got me rock hard.
5: Yeah? Yeah? Well, maybe I should jump in the shower and get it ready for you, daddy.
0: Maybe you should wait until I get there so I can leather you up and get the whole nice and ready for this daddy dick.
2: And that's it. Was that's plain, all they sent plain. in, but that, w- that was the best this week, honestly. So, all right. <clears throat> um... Performance-wise, Tom, that was very creepy. Very creepy. What's <laughs> <laughs> real creepy? I'm gonna give the performance on that a six. As far as the text exchange, I like that they're both older but doing age uh, play. Right. Yeah, they're yeah, both yeah, the yeah. same age, but they're doing age play, which I think is super, super fun. So even though it was brief, I'm gonna give it. And eight for hotness. Now, Tom, you are a a gay man. Yeah, I am. Lately. Mm -hmm. Are you into the daddy thing? Because I've got to tell you, that's one thing I've never been into. Sexually, I do not like to call the person who's fucking me daddy. Never, never yuck somebody's yum, but it's just not my thing. Are you into that?
5: It's somebody who has a father... Um, it seems very strange to to call somebody my father because I I can't disassociate the two things. Now, one thing I did think was really interesting is the term poppy, which is daddy in in Spanish, more or less, an affectionate term, doesn't have that same kind of emotional connection. So I think I would be more likely to call somebody poppy because I don't have that father connection uh, of daddy.
2: Yeah, I like to call people poppy when I'm doing like, I really like pimp hooker role play. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd go poppy on that, but daddy I just never never got into. I
0: got some poppy and I got some daddy.
2: Did you like it? Yeah. All right. Oh, Will from WeHo has got something he wants to say on this. Will from WeHo, please. That was incredible
4: from beginning to end. I'm so glad that I have this podcast and I can play it back. Chef Dario, your performance as the daddy in this particular exchange deserves an Oscar. Honestly, if they gave Oscars for best daddy in a podcast, you would
2: get it. Oh, my Thank gosh. You, Will. I think you're being a little generous just because you want to fuck Chef Dario. All right. My ruling stands. It's an eight because you're very sexy, Clinton and Derek. You get $50. Share that money. Have fun. And uh, Tom, please, not so creepy next time. All right, we are back, and I'm very excited because we have an update from a listener who was on a few episodes ago, Josh from Dallas. Welcome back, Josh. Hello, hello. When last we talked, you really wanted to make a sex tape with your wife Mm -hmm. to kind of immortalize how beautiful and sexy you guys are now and she was kinda not into it and I gave you some advice on maybe how to convince her to be into it and what what happened.
4: That you did and I took your advice and we definitely made some progress. What we tried was kinda like a this for that. Um in exchange for recording her we first started off with pictures. So no video just yet, pictures.
2: Okay. So you took pictures of her? Yep.
4: Yep. And she did the
2: same to me. She took pictures of you naked. Exactly.
4: Exactly.
2: Which positions were you in, Josh?
4: I was sprawled out. I mean I have no no finesse, no flexibility. I'm just pretty much clumsy. So I really was just awkwardly laying there. I mean I really didn't know how to lay.
2: Were you laying there relaxed or were you laying there excited?
4: Uh, I guess she's very excited. All right. I was very excited. So she got to her. Uh huh. I followed her.
2: She went first and then you went. And exactly. I bet she was elegant and sexy and all that.
4: You know it. You know
2: it. All right. So you got the pictures. Now, did you print them out? Were these on film? I didn't.
4: I didn't. We have them um, uh, stored on in 50 cards. So we didn't do it on the phone. We did it on the camera. You told us maps. You told us maps.
2: Maps. That's right. And what does maps stand for, Josh? I'm so proud of you.
4: Maps analog. So were and y'all in
2: masks in these photos too? Yeah. Mask, mask, indeed. Oh my gosh. I bet they're absolutely beautiful. See, now I want to be friends with y'all. Come over for some wine mm-hmm. and uh, your wife would just show them to me in person, should she choose to. All right. Well, I'm really, really proud of you guys. And I think it's great that you're easing into it. It's something that you were both clearly turned on by, right? Exactly. And the next step will be, hopefully you All right. When she's ready for it, you tell her I say hi. Okay. Awesome, will do. All right, you guys, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Bye. Take care, All right, sexy people, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on all the socials at Never Sleep Alone. Find my book at NeverSleepAlone.com. And definitely join us next week for a special anal episode called Don't Ignore the Back Door. If you want to be on that episode or any other, give us a call at 646-484-9371. And producer Tom will set you up. Until next time, my fearless, independent, relaxed, and erotic angels. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable.
7: Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.